All right, it is Tuesday, October something, and the Yankees are two wins away from advancing to the World Series. Let's talk Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James, John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. His name is John Boy, the Yankee fan. All right. It's me. My name is John Boy. I'm super excited. Uh, again, a bucket of love. I got my co-host, Jake Storielli, on the phone, so the audio is not going to be as great. Coming to you live from Grand Junction, Colorado. We've tried this three. This is our third attempt to get J- Jake's voice into the podcast. Are you there, Jake? Hey, hey there. Yeah, I'm at uh, Suds Brothers Brewery in beautiful Grand Junction, Colorado. God's country out here. Um, watch the Yanks, and yeah, again, I'm I'm probably the most least tech savvy person you'll ever meet, and so just just to kind of catch you guys up, me and Jimmy just <laughs> poured our hearts into a little bit of it, but it was all the negative stuff. We were talking about the Romine situation, um, you know, kind of how Houston got their runs, this, that, and the other. You know, we're okay with the Romine start. Jimmy defended El Gary to his death because if El Gary had his defensive mistakes happen. Everyone would be ripping into him, trade him, move him to DH, send him to the minors. So, yeah, but uh, I'll let Jimmy say one thing about it, and then we'll start talking about the goods. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to retract when you said we're okay with the Romine start. I'm not okay with it, and I think my point was proven. It's stupid. It, he's not that much better than uh, Gary defensively. He brings literally nothing to the table offensively. I think people forgot how bad he was. Seventh worst offensive player in the MLB this year. And uh, and my my one my one point that I want to get on, and I know it's a bummer, is when people say you're not getting anything from the DH. So what's the point? Well, the point is potential and upside. Romine's biggest upside is he gives you a sack fly, maybe. Chase Ellsbury, Holiday, their biggest upside is they have good games because they're professional hitters that have proven it over years. Romine has been a backup for a year, and he uh, is barely an MLB player. Under the good stuff, out of the bad. Romine was a bad decision. I still don't support it. It didn't kill us. I don't think we'll see it again. We can both agree on that, Jake. We're not going to see that again, right? It was good. Yeah, no. No more Romine starts, but hey, Gary did his job. Romine did his job enough. Again, like I'll defend you one more time. Catcher's interference in a pass ball. Gary would be getting killed for that. Who cares? Go Yankees. Sonny Griffith pitched well, Lance McCullough pitched well, Houston scored a couple runs, and then the good stuff happened. <laughs> the good stuff. I had to, I had, I was at work because two o'clock starts suck. It's two o'clock on the East Coast, so I had to watch at work. We were down four nothing, and I was like, all right, this seems like a good time to drive home. Nothing. It seemed seemed doom and gloom at that point. And uh, so I drove home. So I missed the judge home run. I actually still haven't seen highlights of the judge home run or the DD triple and the Gary sack fly. But I will go watch those. And then I sat down at home and got to see all the good stuff. And I mean, unreal. This team is just unreal. While we're kind of angry and excited, should we should we tell all the reactionary people that we should still move Judge down in the lineup and all that stuff or what? A-Rod's still preaching that. Yo, the FS1 crew, I thought they were like kind of cool. Frank Thomas and Keith Hernandez and A-Rod. I thought they were kind of cool and fun for a little bit. I like watched them the last three times. Like actually watched the whole pregame. They're dumb as rocks, man. They are your... Yeah, they, pretty brutal. They are brutal. They are your classic national... Like an A-Rod... A-Rod's not that bad. They're just brutal. Like they're talking about Patances like he's still a key to this team. Yeah, the, the only... The only um 
The only good part of that crew is A-Rod and Poppy interacting because they try to keep it serious and then they just cave really quickly. But, um, yeah, no, man, it's it's fun. I mean, MLB Instagram the other day featured Batanz as like a huge part of the Yankees pen. It's like, no! <laughs> yeah, it's it, live in the now, FS1 crew. You guys are suck. Anyway, I think Todd... Do, do the Yankees build a statue of Todd Frazier? Uh, why would they need to build another one? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, God, it's it's getting crazy. And I, God, I, I, Jim, I can't even talk about Todd Frazier because I start thinking about next year. I I don't know. Todd's, Todd's great. He's He had a couple nice plays today, too. Uh, I tweeted out, like, what, just because I look like a two-by-four, which is a joke from way back, the beginning of Talking Yanks days, I said Todd Frazier looked like a two-by-four wearing clothes. Because he just doesn't look, he looks so stiff. He's great, man. I mean, they even said on the broadcast, Joe Blocker Smoltz said, like, he goes from being their top performer to their top cheerleader at the top flip of a hat. He's just, it's, it's really good. I mean, all right. Everyone thought that game was dead. People were like, have you seen this game? They're not hitting at all. I'm like, well, they might start hitting. I thought that Castro error was really going to take all the momentum out of the stadium. Really just kill the buzz. And it seems like it was a rallying point more so. It was like, all right, let's fucking go. Let's pick up Starlin. Let's pick up Sonny. Just just a delight, man. Yeah, I um, I mean, I, again, we're, we're both a little bit of elated, both kind of just jumping all over everywhere. I mean, I guess for the Yanks, you start, I don't know, you start in the seventh with the Judge judge Homer. Yep. Sanchez sack fly after the Didi triple. Got to give Didi his love. Man, I guess so. the, the big thing that I didn't know when I was going to say, because I've been way too excited about it, and it was, it was kind of my, <laughs> it was my sad statement after the first two games. It was that Houston Stars were playing well while ours weren't. And, man, today Altuve and Correa had no hits. Altuve had a couple walks, but no hits. And look at, I mean, Judge, Gary, Judge, Didi, Gary, you've got five RBIs, you've got five hits, four runs. I mean, are, are stars balled out? And, I mean, the other thing that's kind of funny is, you know, all the talk was Verlander and Keuchel. Houston's bullpen they're looking for anyone at this point and that's again reverse yankee syndrome it's it's the bullpen and the stars right now and that's that's kind of playoff baseball right yeah bullpen and the stars and i said i don't know if i did it with you i think it was when we lost that second game maybe i don't know if i don't think you were on it but i said that bird home run that meant something and me and you had said it about kimbrel and and holiday taking them deep when you get to someone's closer that puts it in your head next time you see him so even though it was just a solo home run by bird the first time we saw is it giles or giles i think it's giles yeah um, you're not to be trusted on that though the the um man the other thing i, I know it's it's so easy for people to rip into commentators although i <laughs> there's part of me that loves the joe buck hate but um i was listening on the radio for a little bit again i forgot i mentioned this on our previous <laughs> podcast that got deleted I was on the radio, I was watching TV, I was online, I was doing it all. I was listening to Shiambi on the radio, and he was saying, I mean, no, it's impactful at this point. If if Houston needs six outs from their bullpen, 
they're in a tight spot right now where the Yankees are saying, we can pull our guy in the fourth inning and still beat you. So that's that's huge as just a mental aspect of the game. The Yankees the Yankees are going to feel like they're in every game, I, I mean, until it's, I don't know, it's a lot of a lot of runs late. Yeah, man, Houston. Houston is never gonna feel confident with a lead. They're never gonna feel. I I don't know. It's I, it's a it's a mental mind fuck. There's my French. There's your French. All right. Um, we talked about this. I think on the first go around that got deleted that I didn't we didn't record properly. But uh, Chase Headley, because the first time we recorded, I just wanted to start with Chase. He gets the pinch hit for Romine, and it is quintessential chase ball baby just uh grinds out in that bat puts the ball in play is it a homer is it a rope nope but it's a, just like a, a solid hit single he then he has he literally falls over his feet running the bases base running blunder gets up doesn't know which way to go should he go back to first should he go to second well either way is close so why don't you try and grab the bag that's better off better for you and he's safe. Can you imagine if he was out there, Jake? The momentum that would have happened if he didn't get in safe. I mean, it's still like we have the runners move, but the runners move over. But that's huge having second and third no outs instead of man on third, one out, down by three still, or whatever it was. Chase ball. Chase ball, baby. I mean, it's just a it's just a comedy of errors and luck, and that is chase ball. In the end, it was great. Love seeing him fired up. Love seeing him like overcome his dumbness. <laughs> He's Chase is too, no. Chase is so smart, too smart for his own good. No, I mean he just tripped over his feet. There's no dumbness there. Uh, and then you got Todd starts it off with a single, like a, an actual a real hit, because Todd's first hit of the game was a little bloop where it's just like he's just putting. He's just meeting bat to ball and getting hits in the ugliest of fashions. And the eighth hey, inning, that's 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 my baseball career, man. Yeah, no, it's great. And then the eighth inning, Todd actually ropes a ball. Headley ropes a ball. Gardner grounds out, but gets the run in to make it four to three, and then puts the guy on third. So I mean, it was a ground out, but it was maybe one of the more productive ground outs, putting the runner in scoring position and one run in. His grandma would have been proud, Punky Russell. We we love you, Punky. Big fan of the show. Yeah, man. I so I'm I'm digging in the stats right now. I mean, yeah, our our guys who had to ball out balled out. Todd did his thing. <laughs> Greg Bird was three walks, kind of kind of like that. Sure, Greg. Gary's double first hit of the series, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Great time. Um, Anybody had an RBI earlier in the game, but what a time to get your first hit of the series. No, it's funny when I was when I said Greg Bird three walks. Good job, man. That's kind of what we said in July. We were like, "Hey, Greg Bird, if you join the team, would love to see you." But like, get out of my face. <laughs> uh, we're glad you're here, Greg. Um, man, I guess I I don't know if this is controversial at all. Um, Hicks was zero for four. He's batting one thirty three this series. Do, do you see Ellsbury getting a start at any point? Nope. I think Hicks teams not running on Hicks is like more valuable than you'll you can't I, you can't calculate it. Uh, but I think it's been proven that teams aren't going to run on his arm, and I, I think that's a, a huge plus no matter what he does. 
Agree. So I think he, he I think our lineup is set. I think Headley's gonna get the DH spot. He's got two hits in two games now, so why not? Well, what what else needs to be said, Jimmy? I mean, I feel like we haven't. Well, we because we said a little bit on our first one. Where do we stand on Sonny? We're we're pretty, we're happy with Sonny. I mean, we. Yeah, I'm happy with Sonny, but he's our fourth best pitcher, and he and he and he he shouldn't be, but he didn't prove that he's better than the other three guys. Correct? I think. I think he proved. I mean, the, the catcher's interference is brutal, and in a zero-zero game at the time, you know Joe's going to be short with that leash. And I mean, on the other end of the spectrum, he hasn't earned the leash. No, but, but I mean, forty um, pitches after two innings, three walks. He just labors a little. He had one good inning. I think the fourth inning was his only good inning. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying Tanaka, Sevi, and Cece are above him on the totem pole, and he had a chance yeah. to prove otherwise, and he didn't, in my it's eyes. It's one of those great problems to have, right? Sonny Gray is your fourth starter. I mean, this guy, I, I keep saying it to you half-jokingly, but this guy could very well be our ace next year. Yes. Um, and, th- and that if you're a baseball fan, that shouldn't be a surprise to you. If you're a strictly Yankees fan, that would be very surprising. But this, he could be our ace next year. I, man, I'm I'm happy with the start. I I mean, I'll I'll never, I shouldn't say I'll never be a fan of quick hooks because playoff baseball is completely different. And today's hook was very fair, but man, that that was good to see out of Sonny because at the same time, if the start went the other way for Sonny, I mean, you'd wonder, you'd start to wonder if he's one of those guys that's not cut up for New York, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I'm 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 pretty happy with Sonny. Robertson came into a tough spot. He made it a little tougher with that leadoff walk, which I believe was a close call. I was on radio then. It was close. Um, it was close, but it was a ball. It was a good pitch. It was okay. a really good job by Altuve to lay off of it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I mean, what can you say? The, the, I don't know if you want to call it the ghost of Yankee Stadium come out a little bit, or, I mean, guys that are going to be considered future ghosts and freaking Gary and Judge, man. I mean, and God, you know what? I love Didi. I've, I've got his jersey. He just went two for four today, batting three hole, two run, and shortstop. Like, I I I need to start saying Didi when I start bringing up the stars of the team. Yeah. Um. I, I think. And it's the crowd, the momentum, the buzz, and the fan creates the crowd. But then the crowd in turn picks up the team. And this team has given us a wild ride this year. We're in the ALCS, and the crowd has not let them down. So the team gets you to the playoffs, right? That's the team's job. In the playoffs, the crowd, when you're home, it's their job to be there for you, to pick you up. They always say in New York, it's one of those corny-ass New York. In New York, they don't cheer because something good happened. They cheer to make something good happen. Well, it came. it's true. And and you can see these home games. The crowd is, is really... I don't know, buzzing. I don't want to sound too corny and be like a lame ass no, Seattle it's, Seahawks it's, fan. It's it's literally the it's the stereotypes are dumb words. The stadium's been electric. Yeah, and it's incredible. Yeah. So if you guys, if any of you listeners have been in attendance, fantastic job. It's been it's really been buzzing. We got one more game and we got to go off. This is what I was going to ask you when we were talking about Sonny Jake. After one time through the rotation, and and you didn't really like it. I liked it. Tanaka, Sevi, CC, Sonny. We lost the first two, but every guy has pitched well. But now we have Tanaka at home for game five. 
you gotta love the rotation now, right? Man, I'm dude. After such a positive night, you're you're not gonna like my honest answer, but I I'm still not technically in love with it. I mean, we. Who else would you want on the mound right now? I, I so here's what I'm saying. I have incredible blind confidence in Tanaka. I like. I'm I'm like penning in tomorrow as a win just because to not get the stadium's a monster. And I get that, and I love that, and it's good that it's set up that way. But, I mean, then we're going – so who's who's after Tanaka? Who's, Savvy. who's six and seven? Savvy, then CeCe. I mean, I so I love – I love CeCe. And – I, I, that's not the follow up to that statement wasn't me like about to back off season. like I'm, I'm so in on that um, man I'm just saying what if so if if the rotation went otherwise it would be CC game 6 Tanaka game 7 I mean they I can mean, they can still do that but I think you're gonna throw Sevy 6 right oh yeah that's that's no I'm saying if the rotation went the other way if um or I guess it would be it would have been Tanaka game six, CC game seven. So I, I hey, not the answer you're fishing for there, but it's just just being honest. I mean, I we're, we're in a very good spot. I, I mean, Tanaka at home, Sevi CC. Yeah, hey man, Sonny Gray could have still earned his stripes that first game. We, I don't know. We're we're in a good. I'll I'll say this. A uh, seven-game playoff series is clearly an, another lame analogy for our fans. Is It's a game of chess. And after the first two games, Houston was winning the game of chess. After two games, we're winning the game of chess. Okay. So that's the, I'll, that's where my lame analogy stand at. I'm going to rephrase my question to you cause, to fish for a different answer. Are you ready? Maybe. Series is tied 2-2. Two to two. We have our three top playoff pitchers available, Tanaka, Severino, CeCe. One of them is available to pitch in the one game left out of the three that's at home. Who would you want in that home game the most? And to answer your question, Frank, Sonny Gray would have won game one. We already won the series at the stadium. Boom. <laughs> um, no, I, man, you're – I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I love where it lines up. I mean, my, so the the uh, so the the counter to that mindset, which again I love, we're winning the chess match right now, is that what if if Sonny went out and gave this performance today, you know the Yankees arguably still would have been in the game and could have pulled out the game, and then Tanaka was the stopper in Game Three, and then he's probably our Game Seven. Which when right Tanaka's right, he's still our best starter. Yeah. So, so that I mean that's just a counter argument. I'm I I'm not saying Girardi's done a bad job, or I I think there's two sides to the coin, and I just think I think the other side of the coin probably has us in the same situation, or you know it could be better or worse. Man, I I don't know. We're I'm I'm at a bar right now. I'm I'm dodging a work dinner. So all right here. Well, I'll just. Obviously, it's very clear. I am. I love our situation. We are two for two and two. One home. I mean, I don't love that we're two and two, but we started two and zero. Oh. We got Tanaka at home, and then Savvy and CC on the road. I love it. <clears throat> I think we're set up. I think we're set up well. We got to win tomorrow with Tanaka, and then I think I love it. We got to win Friday because I'll miss the game Saturday. Um, 
I have a question for you. Do you think, so after Judge's home run in the seventh, he pulled McCullers, that Judge home run got McCullers out of the game. I, I don't know if Houston fans, they're probably like too nice to second guess, um, but got to think maybe you should leave the dude who's dicing everyone up in instead of your shitty bullpen. No, I mean, that's that's an easy easy way to hang your hat on. Man, dude, Devensky is a beast when he's on. Giles had a good year. Gregerson is very good. I mean, they've, they've got the modern MLB bullpen. It's it's not the level of the Yankees. I, I, dude, McCullers didn't have a great year this year. I mean, he was, they kind, he was a top prospect, and then he kind of came back a little bit. He had a 4-2-5 ERA this year, you know? I mean. Yeah, but he, he was looking really good. I mean, yeah, and he, he gave you your great start to give it to your bullpen. I mean, this I I would say what you're saying is the equivalent of Sonny Gray going Sonny Gray going six. He gives up a homer to Altuve, and then you know we've got you know the equivalent would be us having Robertson or Green ready in the pen, and Girardi stuck with him. Girardi would get murdered for that. So it's I I no I McCullers. McCullers flinched. He gave them a great start. He got it to their bullpen in the right position, and their bullpen just isn't isn't doing their job. Yeah, but like you said, we get we we're happy to hand the ball to our bullpen in the fifth inning. Astros are they need six outs. They're not looking happy to do that right now. Well, that that's after today. I mean, if dude, I, some of those guys had very good seasons, I mean, Devensky. Um, I feel like he has a cool nickname, and I'm blanking on it. Dude, Devensky's a two six two three eight career ERA. He had this this season. He had 80 innings pitched, 100 strikeouts. Dude, that that dude's a the current MLB reliever. He strikes a ton of guys out. Um, and dude, Ken Giles. I mean, 34 saves, two three ERA. He's got 62 innings, 83 strikeouts. These are good dudes out of the pen that we're just getting to at this point, and. I hate to play the young card, but you know Ken Giles. Ken Giles, he doesn't have a lot of postseason experience. I mean, Devensky, he doesn't have postseason experience. When we're bringing in David Robertson and Araldis Chapman, I left Chad Green out for a reason because it doesn't help my argument. But I mean, that's you could arguably say that's the difference. Yeah, they're just. I mean, but it's not like this game was the first time Houston's had their bullpens done bad. They did bad first. Boston, now they're doing bad for us. So, Well, what else do we got, Jim? I, I mean, if you've got a lot more, I, I kind of do have to go to this work dinner. <laughs> no, I don't have that much more. Uh, what, what? R- Rusty sent in some positives. Let's read those, see if there's anything new. He's got seven positives. One, we made one of the best comebacks I've seen in a long time. Agree or disagree? Pretty good comeback, man. Coming back in the eighth inning from four runs, or no, it was two runs. Well, coming back after the seventh inning from four runs, and then just flipping it over to Chapman is a great feeling. Hey, I'll 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 throw another one to our you know ten million fans that listen to this podcast is that did the stadium's been right the Yankees <laughs> the Yankees haven't lost at home. Nope. Right? I'm, yeah. I'm not dreaming, no. right? No. Uh, uh six now or five now. Dude, just think about that. The Yankees lost the first two games to one of the best teams in the league. They were down to well. You could say that about both teams. Yeah. The the Indian series, we were scared because every game was elimination. But dude, when we brought it back to the stadium, 
I, I mean, call it cocky or arrogant or whatever, but you knew that the Yanks still had fight in them. Like you, are, I, that's that's still even downplaying it. You knew the Yankees were still going to make a series out of this. Oh yeah, that's why. I mean, on my episode when I was yelling and freaking out about fans, you said, "How do you feel about being down 2-0? And I said, "Well, honestly, that's not bothering me at all." I'm, I was very confident that we were going to win at the stadium, which we have. Uh, it was just those stupid fans were getting me upset. So, yeah, I mean, you, the stadium's playing huge. Being home is playing huge. The fans, the crowd is playing huge. It's awesome. We All all, all of uh, Rusty's other things we already talked about, so we're all set. Yeah, I mean, I um, I got to go pee and I got to go to this work dinner, but I uh, I love you, I love the Yanks, and I love her fans. How about that? Well, tell everyone in two words how, how good the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert was. All right, sounded awesome. A lot of people don't know that's two words, but no, we no, all. It's good. It's like we were all at the concert. I watched the Yankees get a run, so it's cool. 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 All right, I'll do the sign off. See you, Jake. See you, Jake. All right, so that was Jake. That's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Sorry if that audio isn't the greatest, but we tried like four times, and that's what it ended up with—just a phone call, me holding my phone into a mic. We're two and two, guys. We're two wins away from being in the World Series. I know this was a regular occurrence when I was a kid. From 96 to 2004, we were in seven ALCSs and, what, six World Series? 2009, we were there. I know, as Yankee fans, there's all those dumb cliches. 27 rings, postseason this, blah, blah. I don't care. This is a new team. We haven't been here in a while. We weren't expecting to be here. I am through the roof about this team and the potential it has. And I hate myself for ever letting thoughts creep in that this season may be over. I hate myself for tweeting out that that Castro play might have been, I said, lightly tapping the nail in the coffin. Just seemed like a momentum crusher. That was dumb of me. I shouldn't have done that. In the end, I don't really even know what I'm. I don't even know how to wrap up all my points. But Yankees are great. This team's awesome. I'm a bucket of love once again. Go Yanks, go! Let's win tomorrow with Tanaka on the bump. I need dirty Tanaka. I need a plus game Tanaka. I need splitters breaking from your ankles to six feet below, putting you in a coffin, Tanaka. I need 15 Ks, hat coming off after every inning, not smiling, not happy until the final out, Tanaka. Give me that dude. Go Yanks, go. Tell him, Grandma. Go Yankees. Let's go Yankees!